Hello, and welcome to CART, a podcast about coffee and related topics. I'm your host, Joseph Jenkins, owner and lead educator of Sustain Coffee Company. Before getting into today's show, we have an exciting announcement. Sustain Coffee now has an official headquarter location. That's right, a place where we can do coffee classes, where we can do our refill program, and not before too long, we're going to be having a pop-up cafe at this location. This headquarter location is located at the Mid-South Christian College campus, right here in Memphis, at 3097 Knight Road. And we are located in the Resource Center at the campus. Along with this new headquarter location, we are doing an in-person coffee class. That's right. It's been 15 months since we've had a coffee class that's been held in person. And sure, we've loved doing YouTube and the podcast and being engaged with you all online, but it's finally time to get back together in person. If you are interested in attending this class, it is Wednesday, May 12th at 2.30 p.m. If you want to buy tickets, Pre-sale are available now. You can see our Instagram, 901SustainCoffee, to find out how to go about doing that. Now that we have that exciting announcement out of the way, let's go on to the show. Episode 25, Back to Basics, Part 4, Coffee Processing Methods. Washed, dried, natural. What do all these terms mean? And how are they important to us? You may have heard your barista include these terms when describing how a said coffee tastes. This is because the taste that a said cup will possess rely on a few connected factors. Of course, topography of a said region will impact the end product, and we know that roasting is key to highlighting the natural flavors that exist. But there is still yet a third piece to the puzzle. Processing. What you drinking? Today we are enjoying a coffee that has our eyes pointed towards Indonesia. It's a washed Sumatra by the name of Rinbog Gayo. This coffee was roasted by Merit Coffee out of Texas. From our understanding, this coffee was processed using similar washing methods to that of Ethiopia. And that processing really shines here as this coffee really questions the norm for a Sumatran coffee. It tastes like root beer when brewed through the AeroPress, with a sticky coating mouthfeel and a slight tobacco finish. This is a perfect example of a coffee that tastes the way it does and how it was processed. New and experimental processing methods are out there and they're being developed every day. But today, for the sake of gaining a general overview, we're gonna only be covering the two main types of processing, which are natural and washed. We hope this to be a brief and easily digestible episode that will at least get us started on covering the basics of coffee processing. Before moving into each of these processing methods, let us begin by defining what processing itself means. Processing could be defined as the separating of a coffee's fruit, flesh, and skin from the coffee seed and preparing it for exporting. How does one decide which of these methods to use? Interestingly, many coffee producers do not have flavor at the forefront of their mind when choosing their processing methods, but instead tend to 
aim towards reducing the chances for defects, which directly impacts the monetary value of a said coffee. These defects can vary, but some common ones would be insect damage, fungus or mold, stones, full black, full sour, etc. An article written by Jory Corin Homan from baristainstitute.com on coffee processing says a similar thing. Quote, the goal of processing coffee for farmers is to separate the bean from the coffee cherry, but also preserve the coffee's profitability. Even if the coffee was picked perfectly ripe and the harvest was gone really well, bad coffee processing can lead to defects which decrease the value of the coffee. Some processing methods require more time, investment, and natural resources than others, so choosing the right processing method can be a crucial decision for a coffee farmer or producer. End quote. So, we can see that instead of flavor, the processing method will largely be determined by the said region's available resources. These things are important to keep in mind as we observe each processing method. So let's begin with natural processing. Natural processing methods, also known as dry processing, is the oldest method. This method originated in Ethiopia, which is important in helping us remember that coffee comes from countries that do not have a lot of money or even much water. So here are the steps in the natural process. After the cherries are harvested, they are dried in the sun after being spread out evenly. And depending on the farmer's available resources, they may simply lay them out on brick patios or utilize drying tables. The main advantage of using a drying table is that there is much better even distribution of airflow and thus more even drying. Since the cherries are flat and not moving when drying, there is an extra step of frequent turning in order to bypass excessive fermentation and even mold. Once fully dried, the coffee's outer skin gets removed mechanically, and then it's ready for export. Like all things, there are good and bad aspects of using this processing method. While natural processed coffees are typically fruitier and often wine-like, they can also be unpleasant and overly fermented. The good tastes are what many would describe as berry-like and pleasantly acidic. However, the bad tastes are usually barn-like which is clearly not desirable. While this method is more eco-friendly of the processing methods, it can also be much harder to execute well. This is similar to any organic style of farming since it requires much more labor and attention to detail. Moving on, we can observe the other main method that we're covering today, washed process. The wash process is a method reserved for those who have the resources to use it, as it does require water and is thus more expensive. So here's the steps in the washed process. After the cherries are harvested, the outer skin is removed prior to drying, along with some other steps. This is a much safer route to use when trying to avoid defects from the drying stage. The coffee is then placed into large farm fermentation tanks and any fruit molding that remains are removed. When removed from the tanks, the coffee is then washed thoroughly to remove again any possible remaining debris. Finally, the coffee is placed out to dry. 
similar to the natural method, on either brick patios or drawing tables, with, of course, the regular turning. This method does, of course, have some environmental impacts that are not ideal, and not only because they use high volumes of water, but because the water that's used eventually becomes a waste product and has the potential to be toxic. The wash process is usually praised for producing coffees that have an innately cleaner taste. This clean factor is highly important for when coffee is evaluated and graded, and thus can be sold at a higher price. Yet, this high price that it can be sold at does come with a high cost of using the wash processing methods. Whereas one may initially assume that the natural processed coffee is about tasting the elements during the growing cycle, such as varietal, weather, and soil, it's actually the wash method here that has that focus. This has been just a brief overview of the two main processing methods. As more and more farms are invested and resources are made available, the array of experimental processing methods continue to evolve. We hope that by briefly explaining the natural and wash processes of coffee, you're now ready to go out and taste coffee with a clear perspective of how many things impact what you are tasting. And we're not here to say which is right or wrong, because they both have their own merits and their own environmental impacts. But we can say that we are happy to see farmers using different methods and giving us new fun stuff to try. Did you learn something new today? If you did, let us know your thoughts. We would also love to know if you have any preferences. Do you like natural coffees? Do you prefer washed coffees? Maybe you like anaerobic processed coffees. Let us know, and if you want to reach out to us, you can do so via Instagram, the website, our email, whatever is best for you. And don't forget, we have a coffee class coming up very soon, May 12th at 2.30 p.m. Again, see the Instagram for further information. Until next time.
Thank you.